Leafs Nation, we're back again for Wednesday, an episode as promised for you guys here. It's going to be a good one. Um, we talked about the Leafs versus Islanders, a good game right out of the All-Star break. The Leafs had the first game back, and they're back playing tonight as well against the Dallas Stars. A really good Stanley Cup contender team, so it should be a good one. We'll cover the Islanders game for you guys, preview the Stars game. And great wrestling uh, news coming out of the gate here just before the big WrestleMania press conference. But before we get started, as you guys know, we're here with my dad here uh, today. Dad, how are you on this Wednesday? Uh, as you know, Leafs uh, game day, so, uh, you know, it's exciting. Um, you know, big uh, big sports weekend coming up as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a lot going on and uh, uh, so many different things to talk about. So, yeah, let's go. Yeah, it should be a really good one. Um, let, let's talk about the Leafs versus the Islanders game. Now, going into it, I thought, you know, both teams look like a team teams that haven't played hockey in a while. Um, Ten minutes in, though, Barzell off a rebound. I think it was Anders Lee that shot the puck on net, and then it was Matty Barzell capitalizing, who was actually picked by Team Matthews over the All-Star weekend. So the Leafs go down 1-0 heading into the second period. Um, I believe it was Simone Benoit with a big hit on Barzell. And I, th- it must have been Bo Horvat who answered the test. He goes and fights Simone Benoit. He he never stood a chance. Um, Benoit just absolutely beat him. Um, he won that fight, and it leads to a four on four. And you get and you get a guy like Bo Horvat off the ice for that four on four. Mitch Marner with a beautiful goal, beautiful one. Um, I think it was Mc- McLean who scored. Two, I think two minutes after that, so it's a two one lead. And going to the third period, Tavares finally, out of a beautiful deflection, um, he scores and ties things up against the Islanders there on the power play. And with two minutes left, I think it was just under, you know, maybe it was, maybe it was two minutes and, and a couple seconds, Pierre Engvall on the rebound scores, the game-winning goal. Daddy, your overall thoughts? How do we not think of this? You know, it's classic Leafs game. The guy, the ex-Leaf, he scores and he got a little tribute. It was like a little message on the screen there. Thank you, Pierre. Um, a lot of backlash, like why, why are they doing this? You know, I, I get why they did it. You know, he, he was a sixth, seventh round draft pick who worked his way to the NHL. I know he was not a fan favorite because he, he didn't really play well in the playoffs. You know, he was kind of a bottom six guy. So maybe that's why they need to step away from all these video tributes and these messages. But your thoughts, the Leafs lose this 1-3-2 in a game, which I thought they were the better team. It didn't go their way. It looked like, you know, Samson was good, but he was the second best goalie because Sorokin was, is basically the MVP of this game. He won them this game. I think he had 34 saves on 36 shots. Um, but yeah, your your overall thoughts on the overall game there. You know, I mean, I don't think I have... Uh, enough patience to sit there and go over a list of players that played for us and come back yeah. and haunt us <laughs> and score big, big, huge goals for the team they're playing for. Uh, it's just so frustrating how that happens to us every single time. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in what, 44, 45 games, Pierre had five goals and you come and score like a game-winning goal against the Leafs for a sixth goal of the season. Like, it's ridiculous why that happens to us every time. But, and this is just like, you know, we're down a little. Uh, you know, this is just a, you know, somebody's down and you kick them in the head and by uh, by Engvall scoring. 
but as you know, we're used to it. This happens to us all the time. Our bigger problem, I think, is, you know, if you look at our score sheet yesterday, uh, you know, Tavares, Matthews, Marner, Riley, Nylander on yeah. the score sheet with assists. Two guys scored. Yeah. Everybody else, uh, nowhere to be seen. Um, and and I, I don't see any changes. I mean, you know, look, you know, the coach had an outburst after saying, uh, you know, uh, calling out guys and yeah. But you look, you 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 have some responsibility too. If if things aren't working, there's got to be a guy, a couple of guys sitting in the press box. There's got to be a couple of guys getting dropped, you know, to the fourth line and giving other guys a chance that are, you know, doing things right. But when you don't make those changes, you're just as much to blame. And uh, you know, and and you just can't keep putting, you know, your your core guys out there. They're gonna burn out. Yep. I mean, they, you know, it's just uh, and 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 you know, I don't see any changes from him. And I I don't even know how they're gonna react to this. Uh, I'm surprised that uh, you know he didn't take it back today, uh, as he <laughs> always does. Uh, but uh, I don't know. So let's see. Let's see today. Uh, what what team comes out and he you know I mean he's got to you know hold himself accountable to uh, not just keep you know calling out players and saying they're not performing. Yeah, and and it's you know it's it's and, and the whole Engvall like Engvall's last goal before this was was I believe um, in January and before that he, he didn't score until his his last goal was January 2nd if i'm reading this correctly so a month ago and before that his last goal was December 7th like that is insane like he's in i've seen islanders twitter too like they're frustrated with him like they signed this guy 7 years Lou Lemerle extended his contract 7 years i believe on top of what he was already on 7 8 years so like a guy like him goes scoring is is uh, of course against the Leafs. Uh, he's got what six goals, nine assists, as you said. Not a great player. He's not. He, he he's a fourth line player, and uh, he's a seventh round draft pick. So he worked his way up. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, you know, looking at this ice time, Tavares twenty one minutes, Marner twenty four, Matthews twenty four, Riley just basically a second under twenty six, Nylander five seconds below twenty five minutes, and then after that. 16 Lilligren, 16 Giordano, 21 out of Brody, you know, and then you've got um, Matthew Nyes, 15, you know, Domi, 10. And and again, I, I, I don't understand with the whole power play. These guys got to play the full power play. Give the second unit a chance. This is why. And it was funny, too, on Overdrive today. They had Craig Berube. I was curious to see what he thought about the team. You know, he said the cliche <laughs> things about getting guys going. I don't think he's going to play all his cards out. I- I'm sure he's heard the noise that, you know, the-, the fans want him. And he's been speculated as a guy that could potentially take Sheldon Keefe's spot in this season or in the offseason. He's definitely heard the noise. And um, I'm hoping, you know, they've got Scott Wedgwood playing tonight for the Dallas Stars. Last time they played the Dallas Stars, he was in goal because the Stars coming off a back-to-back. Hoping for a great result here tonight against a a team that I think is one of the top three contenders in the West. You know, I put maybe, you know, I think Colorado's great and maybe the Edmonton Oilers. You know, there's Vegas, there's the Canucks, there's the Jets. There's six teams out there. And I I put, you know, Dallas Stars maybe 1A, 1B with, with the Colorado Avalanche. So I really like them. I think they're a defenseman away from being the team to beat in the West. Um, and, and they're first in their division right now in the Central. So the Leafs got to start 
you know, it, it's not going to get easier. Like this team is currently sitting in a wild card spot because they have games in hand. But if you look at it, you know, they've only got two games in hand on, on, on the Tampa Bay Lightning. You lose tonight, you got a game in hand and you're point back. Like they're neck and neck. You may be a wild card team. And I know it may look better maybe playing, you know, as a wildcard team against, you know, the struggling Rangers and, and the struggling Hurricanes, but you've got to get there. You've got to get in the playoffs. And I've heard there's rumors and speculations that there's a big move brewing in Leafs land. Let's see. You know, I think they've got a game here tonight, obviously at home, and then they go to um, Ottawa on, on, on Saturday. So it's not too far, but if there's a move brewing, it's. I hope it's going to happen soon before the trade deadline because now, just as as the date we're recording it, we're a month and a day away from the trade deadline. It's the seventh. It's probably just under a month with the whole, you know, the twenty one twenty nine days this year, um, March eighth. You know, we're getting there. We're getting there, and it's it's a month. Think about it. It's a month before the trade deadline. You've got to make a move. You can't go into the playoffs. You know, I've, I I remember I, I heard something about, you know, Tree Living was a seller one time at the deadline and the team made the playoffs. Okay, like, yeah, but I, I are you banking on this team having a Cinderella run? I I, I don't know about that. But uh, any last words down for the Leafs before we move on to the wrestling side of it? Because I'm hoping for some better things out of the, the game tonight. And funny enough, they're actually the betting favorites um, going to this game against the Dallas Stars. Yeah, you look, you know, I mean, it's 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 really tough. I think uh, uh, to say, hey, the, you know, the the top line is performing or this yeah. because they actually are. Yeah. But uh, as you can see, you know, you can have you know four 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 big stars on your team, but you still need those core guys to to you know help you out. Uh, you know, they can't do it on their own, and this is just a regular season. When, when playoffs are closer to the end of the season, when teams are playing more shutdown hockey, uh, you know, they'll be able to shut these guys down too. And, uh, mm-hmm. you, know, it, you know, where does that leave us? Yeah. So I think, you know, there, there's a lot to be, uh, uh, you know, just, just I mean, ev- everybody, I think maybe uh, the players need to just sort of have a, have a players-only meeting. Somebody needs to step up and say, what is the problem here? Uh, you yeah. know, uh, I think Domi hasn't scored at home yet. I think Tavares hasn't scored in almost 30 games, five on five. Like, it's just different, different issues. It's just, uh, um, you know, I wish it was just like one thing. Hey, our power play sucks. Okay, let's try to correct that. But there's so many issues right now. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where to tackle it. And I think, uh, honestly, it's got to start with the coaching uh, you know, there's got to be a message de- delivered. So, you know, maybe you bench a guy, a bench a guy and then uh, three other guys, you know, start looking at, you know, behind their back that, oh, wait a second, is the tab coming on my shoulder next? Uh, maybe I need to, you know, uh, play better. Maybe I need to do this uh, just to motivate other guys. But uh, something needs to be done. There's too many things wrong. We're heading in the wrong direction at the wrong time of the year. Yeah, and uh, I'm hoping a move. You know, I I I understand the Sheldon Keefe. I don't think he's getting fired. I I I think it's it's not happening. If it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen in the summer. Um, but I think that he doesn't have that many. You know, you like chips to play with right now because the the players that they've brought in, like Bertuzzi. What is it? One goal in his last twenty seven games, twenty eight games. He like he, how many chances has he had to put one like. He's getting his chances. It's just not going in. And yeah, some of it's bad luck, but come on. $5 million. We need better production. Domi too. 
we need better production out of these two. Um, and, 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 you know, I thought Nyes and Tavares look good after being well-rested, so I'm hoping we're both hopeful for a better result here today. I don't even blame Sam Snuff. I think he's playing well. Get some help on the back end. Um, if there is a big trade brewing up, I'm curious to see what it is, and I, I've heard it's a Western Conference suitor, so I'm going to assume that it's the Calgary Flames because of the connection, and I've heard they're heavily interested in Chris Tanev. So we'll see what happens. We'll cover the Dallas Stars game back on Friday, but I want to <laughs> switch gears here. Um and the biggest topic of discussion on Monday Night Raw coming out of it was the Rocky Sucks chant. Now, that was loud during the opening segment with Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes. They acknowledged it on commentary. They acknowledged that we want Cody on commentary. Seth Rollins even made a comment about, I was not expecting that one out of all the things. You know, these guys that could the fans could chant in St. Louis. Um, and then, you know, I think that they even muted some chants too. Um, because I saw some videos and, and, and stuff like that in the arena of loud Rocky sucks chants, and you didn't hear that on the television stream, right? So they obviously muted that and it caught people's attention. The reports are, it caught people's attention in the back. They don't want this main event at this time. Like it, it, the, the logic and the booking is, it just makes no sense. Cody Rhodes is going to give up his opportunity here. Like, and then if, if you're going to, if he's going to be the guy to eventually beat Roman, what kind of logic that makes no logical sense at all. So I'm sure that hurt the Rock's ego a little bit too. Those chants there. Is it going to change things? We'll see. Um, but before I get your thoughts on a toe too, Dad, there were some reports by Fightful yesterday that Cody is a company man and has long respected WWE's decision-making. Decision but claim Cody actually voiced that the thought the audience wouldn't react well to the change in creative direction before Mania's um, last Friday. So basically saying that he voices concern that they're not going to react well to the Rock stepping in and taking a spot. And did they? They did not react well at all. He was right. Um, and he also, as of the week before the Royal Rumble, Cody Rhodes was told he was working Roman Reigns and the plan was CM Punk versus Seth Rollins. There have actually been multiple reassurances to the former that that would be happening. It obviously didn't take place. I'm assuming because of the whole Brock Lesnar stuff, CM Punk getting injured. He just thought that he needed to save WrestleMania, quote unquote, according to the reports. Uh, Michael Cole even said, though not official yet, it appears the Rock and Roman Reigns are on a collision course, perhaps at WrestleMania. The Rock's appearance sparked controversy. Will this match become official? We're going to find out Thursday. Um, and, and, and fans also booed when Seth Rollins announced the Rock before Cody Rhodes came out. But I want to get your thoughts, Dad, on this. You know, the press conference is tomorrow. And just today, too, on Twitter, I just before we're recording, I saw the Rock... Um, you know, they're landing, their planes are landing in Vegas, obviously, because the press conference is tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, the Rock said, quote unquote, as as the WWE tweet, I have a feeling this press conference is gonna be talked about forever. Signing off your long gamer. Now, like uh, like I think you'll touch up on it too, Dad. Is long gamer really two months to this guy? Like, you know, they're not gonna be there week by week to promote this match. They're not. Roman Reigns already doesn't show up week to week. It's going to be four appearances leading up to the match. I would push, like, is if you're betting over under, it's it's got to be, like, three and a half? Like, four? I, I would say four and a half, maybe? Like, it's going to be, I, I, if I was to book these guys, it's going to be four appearances on Friday Night SmackDown. So, I, I don't really see that as long gamer. Like, they're not going to be there week to week. He's got other probably things to do. And Roman Reigns doesn't already be there. He's not already there. Uh, on on a full time basis, so I'm not sure if long game is 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 two months to him or a year build up when 
can announce WrestleMania 41 in Vegas during the Vegas press conference. And when the Super Bowl is taking place, there's going to be a lot of eyes there. Announce that match. And I think fans will take The Rock as the special referee for Cody versus Roman. And then you can build up that match. That is how it needs to be done. That's how I would do it. And I hope that's where they take it. But um, what are your overall thoughts of that coming out of Monday Night Raw with the whole Rocky Sucks movement and uh, and the We Want Cody movement? The chance, everything, um, and it all is going to, you know, it's all going to culminate tomorrow at the press conference. And it's going to be a good one because there's going to be a lot of eyes and it's going to spark a lot of controversy, of course. Yeah, you know, we we discussed this before. Uh, it was a mistake. Uh, I think, you know, as we said before, uh, maybe they need to take a step back and correct this because, uh, you know, with technology and all that, yes, they were able to block a lot of those chants and all that. But, um, you know, you could see people's personal posts, how loud, these chants were uh, Rocky sucks, and this is one yeah. of the beloved stars you yeah. know, for years. And for people to be that upset, uh, something needs to <laughs> needs to be done. And you know, I'm hoping uh, you know they set it up. Uh, you know, because this is a this is their biggest event, uh, and you can't have you know the, you know all these matches are supposed to bring excitement, and you know people are talking about that. But instead, you've got this negative mm-hmm. uh, leading up to your biggest event. Is not something that they need. Uh, I think that needs to be rectified. And, uh, you know, as you said, with the press conference tomorrow, I'm hoping, you know, uh, <laughs> the Rock says that, you know, that I'm going to be the referee. Uh, I think that's yeah. a really good idea, you know, that, that, that you, <laughs> you've thrown out there. Um, yeah. And, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, if not, you know, people are still going to watch. But, you know, it just course, takes yeah. it away. Uh, leading up to it with all the excitement and you get this negative uh, negative uh, you know the publicity that's going on right now yeah and and the whole referee idea and I thought it was funny they asked George Kittle who appeared at WrestleMania last year in a little uh, I think it was with the Miz he closed on the Miz and um, they asked him about it and he's like yo I'm happy someone asked me and he's like you know the, I'm I'm I grew up a rock fan but he's like you know there's a lot of controversy but he's like how I would book it is Cody versus Roman and, and make the rock the special referee. And, you know, the same thing as I said, you know, promote that match. And I thought it was funny that triple H actually replied to it saying the people's tight end knows what's up. So that got people thinking Seth Rollins today too. He said that we don't need the rock on TV and WWE TV in 2024. You know, he's trying to ride on his cocktails, obviously trying to promote the match. He wants Cody Rose, but you know, Cody Rhodes beat this guy three times, and one of them was a torn peck in a hell in a cell. We we don't need to see this match. We don't. Um, and, and if it is a singles match, Cody's going to beat him again because Seth Rollins is injured. I assume that he's going to take some time off after WrestleMania, get some surgery, get some rehab done, get back to 100%, then return maybe with CM Punk later in, in, in the summer and into the fall. We don't need to see this match. And I'm, I'm curious to see what they do tomorrow. It's going to be... It's going to be a good one. Um, I'm, I'm, I would if going into this podcast. I would have said that they're not going to change their mind. But after seeing that Rock post saying that he's a long gamer, as you said, does he really want to turn this fan base against him? Like this is his, the fan base that people thought would never turn on him. Who would have thought Rocky sucks chant? And you know we'll see tomorrow. And then the last thing I want to mention is the last time these two were in Philadelphia was the 2015 Royal Rumble, I believe, where Roman Reigns won and no one wanted him to win. They had The Rock come out, raise his hand, 
and it was boos. They didn't want Roman Reigns. They even booed The Rock because they did not want Roman Reigns to win. They wanted Daniel Bryan. And what a similar situation this year. I'm curious how this setup is done tomorrow. It is gonna be. It's gonna be a lot of eyes on it. There is gonna be a lot of eyes. McAfee and Cole will be hosting it. I'm curious what kind of like you know media guys are there. If there's fans there, it's open to the public. Obviously, of course, free. Um, but yeah, should be a good one. And we'll be back here on Friday to cover the press conference. We will cover Lease versus Stars, and we will also have our own Super Bowl predictions. As Dad, you mentioned, a big weekend coming up here in sports. But that'll be it for today, guys. Go Leafs, go! Uh, we want Cody, of course, here on the podcast. We'll be back here Friday to cover those two things and obviously our Super Bowl predictions. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys on Friday. Thanks, guys.